Hello, um, welcome to the first episode of the Dog 2.0 podcast. I am Daniel Gomes. And I'm Mason Jeffrey. And uh, before we begin, um, we have a little a little message. Uh, we're, this episode has been sponsored uh, by millionaire magnate um, and businessman William Scranner. Um, uh, he's here to talk about his uh, Scranner barbecue. That's yeah, it's Billiam Scranner. Oh, I'm very sorry. It's Bill, Billiam Gorillam Scranner. <sighs> are you are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So, so, yeah. The business Scran House Barbecue, right? You've seen Scran House, million dollar successful franchise. Now you're ready for Scran House Barbecue, right? Revolutionary in barbecue restaurants. We got barbecue shoes. First ever restaurant to implement barbecue shoes. You may ask yourself, what the fuck is barbecue shoes? Shut up! Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'll tell you what the fuck barbecue shoes are. You see bowling alleys? You go to the bowling alley and see a fire shoes. Yeah, I've been yeah, to bowling sure. alley. I get that. We have that before the barbecue restaurant because the floors get messy. You know all the places they have, they have peanuts on the floor. We don't have peanuts. I'm severely allergic, so instead we have all kinds of nuts. Walnuts, pistachios, cashews, all the really big fucking nuts. Coconuts, even. Wow. <laughs> like, do you have, like, the barrels? Like, at um, Logan's in, like, Texas Roadhouse? Yeah, we have big fucking barrels. Don't ever say Logan or Texas Roadhouse. I will speak that name with our competitors here. But yeah, Scrounge Barbecue is going to be revolutionary. Our, our, our menu includes a very sausage-based menu. Everything you want in a barbecue place. We have, but it's all in sausage form. You got brisket, brisket sausage. Pulled pork, pulled pork sausage. You got fucking ribs, rib sausages, bone in. Revolutionary. Pure ethanol-based sausage casings and a, and a fucking 90% alcohol-based sauce. It's delicious. It's the best barbecue, the only barbecue you'll ever have. If you had anything oh. else, we'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Okay, thank you, thank, thank you, very you much. thank you, Mr. Scanner. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, go find Scran House Barbecue on 170 Tremont Street. Yeah, New York, New York. Um, all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> welcome to Dog Two, the inaugural episode yes. of Dog Two uh, Daniel, can I talk to you about something? Yes, well, yes, you could. Should I talk to you about the thing that's on the Word document right now? Oh, absolutely. Now? Would you like to talk about the thing that's located on the Word document? Yes, okay, so there I was, scrolling through Instagram, yes. when I saw Bones Day. Yeah. I don't know what that is. And you asked me what it was, and I had no idea. Because you were, like, more up-to-date on the internet. I, I, I mean, I guess. I mean... You, I will say I, this, you, you seem like you're better at, like, esoteric memes i suppose i don't know like i i'll say let me phrase like this you have tiktok i do i I don't go on it very much but people send me things okay yeah that makes more sense but you would just like tell me like hey did you see that thing on tiktok and act like it's like super common (laughs) because you you tell me like did you ever see that minecraft (laughs) on tiktok (laughs) <laughs> that's like a skeleton killed a squid and it's like man that case of the mondays and i'm like what are you talking about you haven't seen that i don't, I don't know anyway i saw bones day i didn't yeah. know what it was i googled it mm-hmm. so apparently a guy has this old as fuck pug <laughs> <laughs> okay how old is it 
13 years old. That's not that old. That's old for My a dog. My dog died when he was like 16. That's not that yeah, old. Yeah, but my dog died when he was 10. Okay, okay. sorry that your dog is weak. I don't know. <laughs> wow. You want, Rip, uh, wow, you want to shit on Otis some Yeah, more? Otis. You yeah. want to shit on his rheumatoid arthritis while yeah, you're at it? I am, actually. Yeah, cool. He had a yeah. hard time walking in yeah. his older ages. Any, anyway. <laughs> socks, I guess. <laughs> wow. Anyway, there I was watching this oldest fuck pug. Yeah. And what his owner does is his owner like lifts him up and he's like, is it going to be a bones day or a no bones day? <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a bones day, it's when the dog, after being lifted up, is able to like stand on its own. Because yeah. it means the dog woke up that day with bones. But if it just like flops on the ground, it's a no bones day. So what the fuck? So well, it's used as like a he uses it as like a horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> and so if it's a bones day, it means be very lucky and take chances. <laughs> and if it's a no bones day, it means don't take any chances, play it safe. I saw that and I very much thought, man, that's dumb. That's like the most depressing version <laughs> of Punxsutawney Phil Groundhog Day I could think of. <laughs> like, oh my god, is my what, is like the dog has like problems and that's why it I happens? think this is an old dog and so he's like... So, d- does no, he have arthritis like Otis? N- n- I don't know what this pug has. <laughs> I learned about it 30 minutes ago. <laughs> but the owner, he just picks up his dog. By the way, his owner's like super chipper about it, like yeah. in the audio. He's like, yeah. he's like, okay, let's see what it's gonna be. Is it gonna be a no bones day? Is it gonna be a bones day let's find out let's find out okay i'm picking him up i'm picking him up let's see if he's gonna flop over what's he gonna do oh my god it's a bones day your day will be blessed and everything will be a-okay that's what i'm telling you right now and i'm like how can you be this chipper about your dog who based on like how it's lying on the bed yeah is kind of on death's doorstep yeah let's see if my dog moves the wheelchair today (laughs) like (laughs) like the one that goes on the hind legs yeah and like (laughs) he crawls around and you can use the squeaky wheels like and then like you know i'm guessing it has significant following where people are like oh my god i wonder if it's a bones day or not i better check this you know dying dog (laughs) see if it's if it's if i'm gonna have good luck today if i can take chances i feel like that guy gave himself a very limited window to be popular (laughs) (laughs) watch it in two months no more bones days i don't know what's gonna happen every day's a no bones day now he's gonna have to head to the shelter and get all the dying dogs and keep doing it (laughs) Hey, do you have any dogs who just, like, <laughs> flop around and, like, uh, aren't living anymore? Do you have any jelly dogs left? Do you have any... I should... Let me preface something real quick. Mm. I like to ruin Daniel's browser history. <laughs> so I went on PragerU one day and watched a Dennis Prager fireside chat. And, like, this pug is as active as Dennis <laughs> Prager's, like... Oh, my God. That dog is dead. That was a stuffed dog. <laughs> that dog was, like... It wasn't even breathing. No. It just, like, lied flat. It was, like, not doing anything. And there was, like, kids in that video that were, like, I don't know, the Prager disciples or whatever. <laughs> and it was, like... that. You could tell they were, like, looking at the dog and being, like, what? Is it alive? Is it alive? <laughs> he, like, points to it like it's a, yeah. like it's a recurring uh, character. The old colonel, you know. Yeah. Uh, he, he's... Yeah. He's here to tell you about, you know... Is that the name of the dog? I don't know. I just made up a name. His dog had, like, a standard-ass, like... Oh, it was definitely, like... It was definitely, like, Buster or Baxter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or, like... Major. (laughs) It might have been Major. (laughs) Just give it one of those, like, military names that, like... Just, like, kind of, like, chubby, uh, white conservative guys who run an online college, (laughs) too. (laughs) What is... I don't know much about Dennis Dennis Prager's past life or like his personal life. 
I don't know. Um, I don't honestly. Like, he, he only made it with PragerU. Like, how did he get there though? Like, what does he? What did he do for a living before that? Was he just like a commentator or like? I don't you know. I don't know. He just like. He just looks like he's been around since like the McCarthy era. Yeah. And <laughs> like he looks like he was like. I, th- I think he's been around since the Civil War era. <laughs> he's got like je- he's got like old man jowl. Yeah, he's he's sagging. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, sagging. He's, but he's not like Prince Philip yet. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait till until he's almost as dead as his dog. <laughs> um, he's just real. He's just laying there like motionless. He, he's like he can't move his arms. But he still like tries to do the yeah. fireside chest. He's still like. like <laughs> Here I am with the youth of today. One eye is like leaning to one side, <laughs> slowly migrating. Someone has to like it cuts because like someone had to come in and like move the eye back. Yeah, push, <laughs> like touch the iris and like, <laughs> fold it forward. Yeah. Be like, okay, you're ready, Mister Prager. I used to be somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Dennis Prager. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. oh, dude, here's what I'm thinking. What? When will the day come where Dennis Prager's kids walk up to him, <laughs> yeah, like in his bed, mm. get their smartphone and start a TikTok where they go, <laughs> "Is it a Bones Day? Or is it No Bones Day? <laughs> is, it a, is it a Prager Day? Is, is it a No is, Prager Day? Is Dennis Prager gonna flop back in bed or is he gonna stand up a bit? Is Prager alive enough to do a fireside chat? <laughs> Let's see. Is his body rigor mortis or is he just a little stiff in the joints? Yeah. The, pra- the Prager dog is the original Bones. <laughs> oh man, you gotta upset a lot of TikTok fans with that comparison. Oh. <coughs> oh, sorry about the cough. I've been uh, having a cold for. Uh, I think I got it. My the peak was like last weekend. Not the not. This is the 18th of October right now. I'm recording this. Yeah. Not this past weekend, but the weekend before that was when it was pretty bad. But okay. I'm better. I just have a little cough. I see. As you know that. Is this the one I gave you though? Because I had the. Cough, I. Like... I'm not sure because you only had like a. Um, it might have been because well, okay. Go on. You had the cough. Yeah. And then I had like a sore throat for like two days, but then it went away. Mm. And then it came back with a vengeance. Whoa. And I had like a full-blown cold for like a week. So I don't know if it was like um, from you or if it was like it just it, it, something else or if it just came back. Mm, I, I see. I'm not sure. I mean, something's going around uh, over around here in Emerson College. Yeah. yeah. That surprisingly isn't... Cor- what if this is just a weak form of Corona? <laughs> corona light? Yeah, it's like <laughs> Corona Light. You put a lime in yeah. it. Yeah, you get a Corona Light. You just hit up, hit it up with the boys. You don't have to worry about too much respiratory <laughs> issues. Yeah, you just get sick. Just minor respiratory yeah. issues. You just chilling. Yeah, they sell like over the counter remedy for you know COVID light. Yeah, it's it's just it's just fucking Dayquil. Yeah, but like they rebrand it as like Covaquil. Covaquil. Yeah, Covaquil. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty snappy name though, Covaquil. It kind of like it. I, here's what's gonna happen. COVID will become, like, one of those things, like, chicken pox. Yeah, yeah. It'll just be, like... The chicken pox parties. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, to deal with it, they have, like, specially marked bottles. Because you know how, like, if you have chicken pox, you have, like, the bath thing? So that, like, it, like, makes your itchiness feel better. Kinda. I don't know much of it. I never had chicken pox. Me neither, so I don't know why I'm speaking on this. I'm basing (laughs) most of this off of South Park. Okay. (laughs) But I would reckon it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you I, know that the, the if you've had shingles, the shingles virus is already inside you? Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> on Cartoon Network. They warned about that all the time. Yes. 
which I never understood. And then <laughs> I learned that shingles were like what's on a roof. And so, <laughs> and then I became yeah, more confused. You just, uh, <laughs> you just get urges to, uh, you know, re-shingle your roof, actually. You get an urge to just get a more, a more structural supporting uh, establishment for your top part of your house. Yeah. Uh, I remember, did, did your parents ever talk to you about how they had chicken pox parties? Cause my, I don't, cause my I don't parents, think my parents have ever had chicken pox either. I think my honestly. mom told me once, she was like, yeah, like, when you were young and you had chicken pox, or your friend had chicken pox, mm. your parents would imme- yeah. immediately set up a play date just so you can get it immediately. <laughs> and I was like... Send well, you up for shingles. Yeah, send you up for shingles. On top of that, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? I Because I, isn't it like if you get it when you're older, it's worse? Yeah. There's a higher chance of, like, killing you? I don't know. I don't know how deadly chicken pox is I, to this day. I age. doubt chicken pox is like so itchy you're gonna die from it. Because I never even knew anyone who had chicken pox like my age. I knew I never one, even heard of anyone. I knew one person who had chicken pox, uh, whose name I will not say. Mm. Um, but he lo- he was like on the bus with it, so I was like, huh? Either it's not chicken pox, <laughs> or just everyone else like doesn't get chicken pox. That reminds me of like I, th- I was thinking I was in like fourth or fifth grade, but there was this like girl. Who was in like a grade or two younger than me, and she sat in front of me on the bus, and I was sitting there with my friend, and then she she just turned around, and she was like, "Oh, I have lice," <laughs> and then she like started like like going through her hair oh. and like taking the lice out on the seat. <laughs> and I was like, "God damn, I don't want lice. Yeah. I didn't get lice, but I could have that day." Ah, uh, damn. Yeah. Okay, that reminds have me. You ever had lice? Sorry, I have not had lice. What I did used to have was a lot of dandruff. Yeah, dan dandruff. Dandrift? You don't know what dandrift is? It's like dead skin on your scalp. I'm sorry. That's dandrift. Dandrift. No, I'm not saying it's not real. It's dandruff. No, no, what? It's D A N D R U F F. Hold up. Let me. It, let, let me. Let me. Uh, oh, you're gonna look it up now? Yeah, do whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah, dandrift. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Head and shoulders. Anti dandrift. Okay, but what I'm saying is this: if you knew what I was trying to say, just go with it, okay? I'm not gonna let you go with that. Why? I'm not gonna let you live in ignorance for the rest of your life. It's a minor typo. It's a vocal typo. You can't oh, yeah, really okay. Look at that. Oh yeah. my god, Dan over here. Yeah, it's like when you call me Dennis what, yesterday. Okay, I'm riding a sunny spec. I, <laughs> that's a good excuse, okay? Yeah. Dandruff, whatever. I misspoke, okay? <laughs> Don't give me shit because I misset a word. Yeah, if, you, if you see a sunny episode that's about them uh, going to uh, like a Jewish mixer, <laughs> that's it's stolen from either Mason, uh, they, they bought it from Mason or um, they stole it. Yeah. So keep an eye out. Well, thanks for giving away my story. Now everyone knows. Anyway, when I had... You know what? I don't even feel like saying the dandruff story anymore. <laughs> no, what was it? Tell me about it. Tell no, me about well, your dandruff. Well, it was also... Tell me about dandruff. Okay, fine. But uh, full disclosure, I was the gross kid in middle school. Oh, really? Yeah. So you know how there was the weird kid? Yeah. I was also the gross kid. <laughs> also? So you were the weird and gross kid? Yeah. I was not okay. popular in middle school. <laughs> Okay. How people liked me in high school, I did not know. Yeah. But I remember I was in science class, and they have, like, black countertops. Yeah, yeah. And I remember what I... used to write on. Uh, sort of, yeah. Well, it was just, like, you know, it was just, like, ceramic, plastic, whatever the fuck. Um, anyway, I remember I would just, like, scratch my hair over uh-huh. it, and the dangerous <laughs> little hands on the table. 
And then what I would do, because I was familiar with, like, crime movies at the time, <laughs> so I knew cocaine was a thing. Yeah. So what I did was I would take, like, an index card yeah. or, like, my homework paper, yeah. and I would just, like, make lines oh, of tangent yeah. and, like, split it, that and, like, split it apart, yeah. and then, like, and by, like, two girls sat across from me. And they were like, Mason, that's so gross. And I was like, yeah. Wow, and Tony then, Montoya. <laughs> Tony Montoya. Yeah, hell yeah. And then I just brushed it onto the floor. Oh, god damn. <laughs> yeah. Then I got Tresemme. My, <laughs> and my scalp recovered much better. Oh, that's what did it? Tresemme? I would think so. Because, again, I was the gross kid. So yeah. I just did not take care of my body. Oh, okay. I wore, like, no deodorant. And I didn't wear deodorant until, like... Because I didn't, I didn't really sweat or smell until, like ninth grade like, oh. or like high school oh i like smelled like shit eighth grade <laughs> maybe even seventh grade yeah. so i was just like not putting on deodorant but i would always smell myself and be like man something smells bad <laughs> and then and my parents would just be like mason you know it's you right and i'm like yeah but i don't it's like it's such a hassle yeah you know it's just deodorant <laughs> but i think the other thing was also the only body spray i had was axe Oh, and, I had Old Spice. Okay, so you're smart. Yeah. Because Axe is like, it's just like musk in a can. <laughs> yeah. And if you spray that on you, it does not smell awesome. Yeah. Especially when it was wet spray. Yeah. So your pits already felt wet, so then when they got sweatier, did not feel better. Yeah. So that was extra pleasant, if you yeah. ask me. I, 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 only, I only used Old Spice spray as deodorant. For, like, a long time. Yeah. Until, like, later in the high school. Yeah. I don't I, know why. Just brand loyalty? Well, no, no, because I still use, like, the stick Old Spice. Yeah. But, like, I don't know why I didn't I, I didn't use the stick earlier. Because the spray, I'm not a fan of the spray. Spray deodorant? I'll say it. Yo, for anyone listening, all two of you, yeah. I want you to know, <laughs> spray deodorant sucks ass. Yeah, any of you young impression, if you guys are, you know, if there's any l- young listeners out there going through puberty or starting to go through puberty... All right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, don't buy spray. It lasts for like an hour at best. Yeah, like it'll it'll be intoxicating for like an hour, and then it'll just be nothing, and it'll smell like shit. They'll also invent like the worst like uh, flavor concoction. Oh, they smell awful. Yeah, like, they don't even smell good. Yeah, I don't spray deodorant is a no. And all you impressionable youths, please know that. Also, don't go for any like fancy sense or whatever you know what right. i mean i just use the the classic you know whatever the fuck no, classic original the pure sport scent. it's right yeah. in front of you you can just read yes the name well of it. i know but like because pure sport is like the original but it's high endurance whatever the fuck that means uh it's, i don't know it's good for oh, sweating it's also aluminum aluminum free oh. yeah it's short little little old spice <laughs> plug man i i didn't think it had aluminum. <laughs> yeah make sure you deal it's aluminum free you don't want any aluminum <laughs> get to know something i assumed was a firm gives you cancer you know that yeah you don't do you, but you don't do like the bear glove or the cracking guard or the uh no i usually stick to like I, classic because yeah. i really like the smell of like old spice classic okay here's what i will say by the way adding to our old spice plug. <laughs> yeah. um i would say that old spice cracking guard or dragonstone are the way to go specifically i've never heard of either of dragonstone is fantastic no, you use i use cracking guard oh, currently okay. i use cracking guard just because i could not find dragonstone yeah Dragonstone is the bomb fucking dot com because mm. it's like many people think oh dragons it's probably an aggressive smell it's actually rather sweet it's it's kind of like okay so here's what I did once <laughs> yeah um, whenever I ran out of deodorant in my room rather than like uh, buying a new one or like you know f- f- rummaging through our stuff yeah. I would just use my dad's 
Yeah. And yeah, one time I and one time I got curious, and so when I went in and no one else was in the room, mm-hmm. I actually grabbed my mom's because I was like, I wonder if this will smell any better. Yeah. And women's deodorant smells very, very like sweet and blossomy. Yeah, yeah. And wow. so for like every other time I had to borrow deodorant, I would just use my mom's because. Mm. It was, I like the smell better and the feel of it better because it's also like a dry deodorant instead of gel. Oh, I can't use dry deodorant. I hate it. Why? I, I hate like the feeling of your armpit when it's all dry and like there's so much friction. Oh, I love it though. Because like no. when you have wet, it feels like you got pre-sweated. No, that that's what, okay, that's what Jocelyn says. My girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a girlfriend to say. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me um, about all the pussy you get. Brag yes. about it to everyone. Uh, She says the same thing and I, and I hate dry deodorant. Because, you know, whenever I use it, it just makes me feel very restricted. Gel, it's like, I'm nice and slick. I'm oiled up. And you know what I mean? <laughs> You're ready to tackle everything around you? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's just like, okay, well, what I used to do, actually, was mm-hmm. I used to do, uh, it was either gel, then spray, or spray, then gel. <laughs> Why? I would double, well, because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. Because, oh, okay. well, I'm, okay, granted, well, you're not supposed to use, like, spray as, like, deodorant you're supposed to use like body spray it's like more of a cologne kind of thing well it was i didn't know that well no so it was it was i think it was specifically i don't know if it was deodorant or antiperspirant yeah yeah i was just told you i don't even know if i was told to use both i just saw my brother use both so (laughs) so i assume i had to do the same yeah i I don't know even though even though like the shit he had was like repulsive (laughs) it fucking smelled awful yeah and i used to have like a watch i really liked and i ruined it because it just got stunk up with all the deodorant (laughs) i wore yummy i know right um r.i.p to the mickey mouse watch (laughs) um uh back to how you know you thought dandruff was dandruff yeah um another thing that you didn't know that i found um surprising was like i think this was this was last year this was last year um in the well, I guess it was in the spring, so not really last year, but in the spring, last you know, last whatever, school year, last semester. I brought. I, I was talking about Wicked Game, <laughs> or no, no, I was talking about. I think I was talking about a Dirty Shame, and I brought up that Chris Isaac was in it, and then you didn't know who that was, and no. I was like, "What? You don't know who that is? That's crazy." <laughs> I, I thought you would have been the one person to know. No, and I was like, "Well, he's the guy who sings Wicked Game." And you're like, huh, what? And I was like, what? I don't think this song is as popular. No, as it is, because it's known as, like, the one of the first, like, really sexy music videos. Okay, like... Because it was known for, like, like everyone watched it, because it was, like, super, like, whoa, like, steamy. Yeah, you know I mean? but, like... Yeah, but no. Like, that song was, like, su- like super popular. I, I played... Out. Well, like, at first I thought, like, maybe I've heard, definitely heard it a lot. And yeah. I just, like, never knew what the name of it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. And then I listened to it, and I'm like, I've never heard this. On top of this, this is a bad song. I'm sorry. It Don't. is a absolute cracking banger. It is absolutely fucking not, okay? No, it, it like, it is one of the sexiest, like, most... I don't think and like so. like no, intense. I don't think he sounds like, weird. Lovingly songs. I that you don't know about that. He sounds weird. He's, what do you mean weird? He's like, just like a deep. I, yeah, but like the deep thing is like weird. Why? Because it, it's like it adds to the sex appeal. No, it adds to because like some the deep voice is never consistently sexy. Because, like, I had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah. Like, that guy has a deep voice. Yeah. But, like, the but way... like, Barry White. 
Yeah, but like, yeah, but like, Chris Isaac isn't Barry White. But like, and like, you know, you have tried to be Barry White. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's, it's just a singing voice. Like, it's yeah. not as deep. Uh, like, it's more sultry than deep. Nah, do you know what it might be? What? I think his music videos is gross. Well, it's not. Why? It's just him. Yeah, I don't Him and a girl enjoying so, no, each other's company about, on a beach. It's a mix of black and white footage with him yes. and the girl on the beach. And like tossing and turning, tossing and turning, but also the song's called "Wicked Game," which implies that he's doing something nefarious. No, like, it's about like how he can't find love or whatever. I don't know. I'll be it's honest. Like love is a wicked game. I did to not play pay attention something. to the lyrics. What a wicked game to play. <laughs> yeah, I don't make me feel this way. Dan, can I be completely honest with yes. you? Yes, I listened to "Wicked Game" last semester. Yeah, I know. I, I admitted that to you earlier. Yes. I have not listened to it since. I listened because to it not an hour, not even an hour. Because it is that uninteresting of a song to me. It's a great song. I don't even know what the melody is. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't even do it. No, you can't like, even do it because no, it's, it's not memorable. Like, that's the chorus. That's that's such a lame. That's not memorable. With you. That's not memorable. I think it is memorable. No, it's like there's like slow songs that I would say are memorable, like righteous. No, uh, was it um, unchained melody? Unchained melody. There. I like how I knew exactly what you're talking about. Well, because it was the righteous brothers. Yeah. Like unchained melody, like the like like that. I can remember. Dirty dancing. I can remember. Wicked game. Uh uh-uh. uh. Chris Isaac kind of failed. I think you sh- you just have to listen to it more. Speak up on the subtleties. Oh, know? do I? Yes. Do I, Mister Music? I think. <laughs> yes, I think so. Do I think you should give it more of a listen to appreciate it more. Yeah. Do, uh, do yes. I, do I want to also delve a little deeper into Jonathan Richmond? Yes, I, I love Jonathan. I, I, I don't you know. Always see me listen. To I, I don't know why I'm shitting on you for your music taste. I know. But I never heard never, Jonathan Richmond. I. Okay. You like him. I probably would, but also... It's a lot of, like... He does a lot of, like, cool spins on, like, classic, like, rock and roll... Like, 50s rock and roll. That, that... In, like, a more of a... More of, like, a post-punk context. Okay, now you kind of lost me there. I was down for, like, a 50s revival, like, yes. artist. Yeah, no, it is, but then it's also with, like, more, like, uh, like post-punky themes. Okay, that's... Oh, so... Oh, so it's, like, Chuck Berry met The Clash? Kinda. I mean, interesting. I suppose. Or uh, what's his, what's what's a Pete Seeger meets uh, the Sex Pistols? No, yeah. not Sex Pistols. Uh, no. Um, mm. you have to just give it a listen. Fine. It's great stuff. Fine. Really. I guess. I guess I'll listen to your music, yes. Dan. But you will you listen to my music? I mean, you're not really giving me. Well, I you said. Uh, I find it weird to give people music recommendations. Well, I would always appreciate it. Okay. Do, um, you, do you know Lawrence? The you did. T- you were telling me that you were going to go to Lawrence concert. Well, I'm not going to a Lawrence concert. Uh, I want to, but okay. um, I like miscommunicated something to my friend. Yeah. Because like the tickets in total would be seventy dollars. Yeah. But he thought it was seventy dollars per ticket. Oh. And then he was like, Mason, what the <laughs> hell? Like, if I knew that, maybe I would have gone. Mm. But I also knew he didn't listen to the band, so yeah. I was like, I don't want to go with someone. I started listening to them today. Because, okay, I'm going to make a recommendation to everyone listening right now. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence's most recent album, Hotel TV, is fucking banger. It is awesome. There are no duds. At most, there is one dud, and that is okay. Hotel TV is fantastic. It has some of the best music production I've listened to recently. This is someone who knows, like, maybe 5% about music production. But even still... I think they are very good. Dan just followed them. I did just follow them on Spotify, so I remember to listen to them. Because if not, I will not remember. 
and you, I think I think you'll like them. Yeah. They do like a sort of like soul mixed with pop, mixed mm. with like eh, maybe not rock, but just like you know, they're they're my favorite current pop music. Interesting. That's what I would say. Yeah. They are. What would I compare them to? Think like the Carpenters if like they were more upbeat. Okay. Interesting. That's how I would compare them because it's a brother sister duo. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I, I know, okay. right? Gracie Lawrence. <laughs> Please sing more. You're very good. <laughs> Clyde Lawrence, you're also very good. I'll have to check it out. Yo, you think we can get free Lawrence tickets from this podcast? <laughs> yeah, Lawrence, if you're listening, yeah. uh, you know, Larry, can I call you that? <laughs> That's their last name. <laughs> Larry, can I call you that? Uh, if you're listening, uh, we would love some free tickets. Um, yeah. Or if anyone out there knows, knows Lawrence... <laughs> I can get us tickets. That'd be lovely. Well, I applied to be part of their team because they were having like a team roundup over the summer. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they like, I think they, I think they were like, you'll be our campus um, advocate or something like really? that. Really? Well, yeah, but like they didn't really tell me more. Like oh. in the email they sent me, they were like, we don't really know what this means yet, <laughs> but just like join our Discord and you'll find oh. out. And I was like, they hmm. should have given you free tickets from that. I feel. I f- I feel like if I do a, a very good job, I will yeah. get free tickets, or I should get free tickets. Granted, they also have like a thousand plus people apply, but still, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it'd be nice to get a free Lawrence. Yeah, team. maybe a second one. Maybe so I can bring my best friend Dan to. Oh my show. god! Yeah, once I listen to them, and get and you know maybe get into them. Yeah, we could go. I think you like Lawrence. I would like to say if you're going to listen to Lawrence, either start with their third album, okay, um, Hotel TV, or their second album, Living Room, Breakfast, their first album. Mm is it's not bad, but it's very slow. Yeah. So I recommend their second or third album. Okay. And then don't get it confused with the Clyde Lawrence band, which is like which is like the zero point one version of the band. Okay. Which they which he started at Brown University. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. They have I learned way too much about their history <laughs> too quickly. I always, I always look into like the Spotify bios. Oh I, I didn't even listening to it. I didn't even do that. They just they they did it was a little like weird to see but they had like a little like mini documentary before they played the Fillmore yeah and they were like yeah we all just like kind of met at Brown and like started yeah. this band and I was like okay it's a little braggadocious to say you yeah. went to Brown yeah yeah I went to Brown you know yeah yeah, yeah totally I went to Brown not chartreuse <laughs> <laughs> I browned in my pants a little but yeah, yeah I browned in my pants you know I left a few skid marks in the toilet nothing wrong with that yo you browned in a brown dude yo you, yo man you browned in you mixing all the colors or something <laughs> oh shit man yeah shit man if you're beijing you're not doing it enough <laughs> <laughs> oh. alright um I'm just gonna switch the conversation over cause we, we're running out of a bit of time and I wanted to get foxy brown in oh yeah uh, before the end of this podcast yes um fox we should probably say foxy brown the 1974? Yes, I believe so. 1974 black exploitation film. Yes, we are about to talk about a 50, almost 50-year-old 50 movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes, and also this will get definitely a little film bro-y, so oh, fair warning. But it's what we're learning, so so be it. Yeah, um, I, I, I think I liked it more than you did. What do you mean? Because you came out of that and you were like, oh yeah, it was pretty good. No, that's how I react to every movie. That's kind of true. Because, like, I, I hate I hate when people get overexcited about shit. Like, wow, like me? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> wow! Well, no, it's like, it's, it, it's, how do I explain it? No, I hate when people, like, they, they say something they're excited about, 
Yeah. I'm not as excited about it. Yeah. And then they just talk about it incessantly. <laughs> and that annoys me to the point where I don't want to adopt that behavior. <laughs> but I would like to say, I did very much like it. Yes. I thought, it was, I thought like, it was a great movie. I thought it was like hysterical and yeah. kind of badass. <laughs> it was super badass. <laughs> was you fucking... Uh, yo, spoiler alert for a 50-year-old yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, just saying spoilers. For a 50-year-old B-movie <laughs> that probably barely made back yeah, B plus. plus. B, B plus. This was, no, I think it was a pretty big movie. It, well, it's like, I probably became really big after the fact. Because um, yeah. what I had to do with most like B-movies was that like they like start off pretty small because that's the whole point of a B-movie. But then after like a few years, they kind of get the cult following. And then become like you know mega successful. Um, I don't. Know, I think I'm pretty sure this movie was like pretty popular when it came out. Well, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, it made uh, two point five million from a five hundred thousand dollar budget. Okay, yeah, but that's pretty. Yeah, so that's pretty good. But like, what I'm saying is like, like two point four six million. That's good. That's yeah. great money, especially mm-hmm. for a B movie. But there were probably other movies at the time that made way more. Oh no, yeah. Granted, there were probably big production movies. But yeah. that my my point is this. Which is that, like, um, you know, probably not most, um, I'd say, unless you're, like, into, like, movie stuff, you probably don't know Foxy Brown too, too well. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that being said, watch Foxy Brown. Oh, yeah, it's a great watch. It's, it's a, bit, a bit dated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you said it while we were watching. You were like, this, yeah. this, this walks a fine line between, like, super offensive and, like, weirdly progressive. Yeah, because, like, it's... It, you can definitely, like, it's definitely feminist in ways. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, Foxy Brown's, like, trying to get revenge, and she's, yeah. like, a badass woman. They passed yeah. the Bechdel test. I, yeah. made sure, I made sure of it. Yeah. Um, you know, they go to a lesbian bar and have, like, a lesbian bar fight. <laughs> and all the lesbians are very much, you know, stereotyped. Like, butch, short yes, hair. Yes, they all, they're like all wearing, flannels. like, baseball caps. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, like, super sexually aggressive. Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, look at her. Yeah, they're like, let me just walk up there. Yeah, she was like fueling her up. It's a bit odd. It it is a bit odd, but then it becomes the coolest fight in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. That that poor girl. She gets hit over the head with like four stools. Oh my god. (laughs) Breakaway stools. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were talking about the girl. (laughs) This is very dark, but there's this moment in the movie where Foxy Brown, she she pretends to be a call girl. Yeah. In order to... um, get into the, this crime syndicate that she wants to kill the leaders of. Or, you know, make the lives worse of. And in the process, she teams up with this other prostitute who says the darkest thing when she's like, yeah, I like to do a good job because if you don't do a good job, then bad things happen. And she's like, then you fail. Then you fail. And you go back to Haiti. And <laughs> You go, you go to the ranch. The ra- Holy shit, that the, ranch. That was fucked up. When Jesus they, Christ. Yeah, when they fucking shoot her up with heroin. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's I... Time for another dose. I forget how dark those fucking... It ex- is dark as fuck. It kind of came out of nowhere. Oh, definitely. Like they, were, they were having a goofy, like, lesbian bar, like, fight, you know, throwing yeah. stools everywhere. Yeah. And then suddenly she was, like, you know, being, sh- being held hostage and shot up with heroin. Yeah, by, like, these two deliverance motherfuckers. Yeah. And, but, I mean, she got her own back with, by the way... Oh, my God, that if, was sick as if, fuck. if you want a good weapon, take four coat hangers and bend, <laughs> and bend them and grip them so that if someone comes your way, you can just slash him in the face. Yeah. Because it fucked up that one guy. <laughs> and then pour gasoline over the other guy. And then say in the process, <laughs> that's gasoline! <laughs> this is gasoline! <laughs> and then the guy gets set the fuck on fire. Yeah. 
I, I frankly, let me ask you this, Dan, because I know you would recommend it, but would yes. you recommend it to everyone? No, you have to. I would say if you're a fan of black exploitation, well, yeah, or like goofy action movies or B movies in general. Yeah, I would say it's a good watch. Um, it's definitely on the better side of like exploitation movies that I've seen. Yeah. Um, what some other ones that you've seen though? Like, uh, I've seen last year. I watched uh, Con Comes to Harlem, which is known as like one of the first black exploitation movies. Yeah, which was like it was all right. It was pretty good. Um, I didn't love it though. <laughs> but uh, then it, I've seen like most of the Rudy Ray Moore movies, which are incredible. <laughs> um, but I would say Foxy Brown definitely ranks up in my my top. Yeah. I do. Want, yeah, exploitation movies are in the weird ground of like. You know they're important, and you want to watch them, and you love watching them. Yeah. But also, if you told people the premises of them, they'd be like, "Why are you watching that?" It's like, yeah. They no, they definitely do ride a very fine line between um, like important and in poor taste. Yes, definitely. Granted, but you still have to appreciate them for what they are. Which which are basically they're like Kickstarter films before Kickstarter was a thing. Yeah. They're like, uh, give us like a few thousand bucks, and yeah. we will make you. I don't know, like a million. Yeah. Well, also like you know, because they're so so geared towards black audiences. Yeah. Um, and like and, pl- and playing the grind houses. Yeah, it's like Foxy Brown, and I believe also Coffee and a few other black expedition movies were all made. I forget what his name was. Jack Hill or something like. Wasn't that? It like Jack Klein. Or Jack, something? something like that. It was yeah. like this white dude. <laughs> um, you know, which I, unfortunately many of the black expedition movies were made by white people to like yeah. gear towards a black audience. Mm. But um. Which is kind of like... Which is weird in hindsight. Yeah. Actually, I remember I saw... Because I saw a thing on Roger Corman. Uh, fa- famed B-movie record producer Roger Corman. I saw a documentary on him. And I remember one thing that happened was... Uh, Martin Scorsese worked on a movie for him. Mm-hmm. And he pitched him Mean Streets. And he said, man, I really like this movie. But is there any way that you can make it black? Oh. Like, you want to make Mean Streets like a black movie. Mm-hmm. Like a black spectacular movie. And to which uh, Maurice Scorsese was like, I like Italians because I am Italian. Yeah. And he's like, so be it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I just looked up, uh, Con Comes to Harlem is directed by Ozzie Davis. I couldn't remember his name. Ozzie Davis. Ozzie Davis, who is not white. Uh, he's okay. African American. Uh, also, uh, the Rudy Ray, Moore, Rudy Ray Moore movies are all directed. Um, Aren't they all directed by Rudy Ray Moore? No. I, I, I'm not sure if he directed the later ones, but... I, I'm pretty sure that at least the first, at least Dolomite, is directed by the guy who plays, I can't remember the, uh, uh what's his name? Something Green. Um, the Tom villain. Green? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> before Freddy got fingered, you know, he, he, he was in the, the black exploitation genre. Oh, um, wait, no, I'm stupid. John Green. Yeah, so it was John Green, you know. Yeah, before he was writing movies about teenagers fucking. Yeah. He was making black exploitation movies. <laughs> what, what else can I do after, you know, making Dolomite? Um, you know, maybe I, I'll write about, you know, 16-year-olds fucking. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Maybe. You know, I, I, wrote, so. I wrote them as adults fucking, but then <laughs> fucking book companies tell them to make them teenagers. Yeah. So I guess I have to. <laughs> Man, when this movie comes out... <laughs> Um, yeah, the villain from Dolomite's Willie Green. Willie Green. Yeah, and he's the guy who directed Dolomite. Um, oh. do you know why? Why? Because, uh, so, he was, like, a, a like, a C-list celebrity. Yeah. Um, and Rudy Moore really wanted him to be the villain in the movie. 
um, to kind of have like a, a little bit of a bigger name in the movie. So it's like a little legitimate. Yeah, um, and he was uh, the elevator. the The guy who played Willie Green was the elevator operator in Rosemary's Baby, who had like three lines, <laughs> and so he thought he was like hot shit because of that. <laughs> so he was like, he, um, he was like. <clears throat> He's like, all right, all right I won't, I'll only be in your movie if I get to direct, because I'm hot shit. You know what I mean? And then Rudy like, okay, fine. So he directed all the way. I'm, I'm going to quick look up if he directed Human Tornado. Human Tornado. Um, yes. I love these names, by the way. Oh, they're amazing. Uh, what's the one where it's like um, somebody's badass hog? Or oh, uh, uh, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Just the most ridiculous names, but probably for the funnest movies. Cliff Rockmore. Cliff, oh, wow, he looks like a legend. Um, I like the cut of his chip. Cliff Rockmore is not the same guy from Dolomite, but I think he all, okay, he might have also did, yeah, he did Petey Wheatstraw, too. Would you like Petey Wheatstraw? I love Petey Wheatstraw. I also love Human Tornado. Dolomite, um, gets a bit, it slogs a bit, mm. um, uh, they're definitely like it's it's a great movie. There are definitely some really good parts, um, but it kind of loses you towards the middle. Oh, um, okay. No, but, there's a lot of movies. That yeah, and it, it kind of like it, it it like I don't know. It's it gets a bit like dull, um, but Human Tornado is great, um, and Petey Wheatstraw is my favorite. Yes, it's incredible. Okay. I have the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> I don't know how I found. I literally do not know why anyone would make. The Petey Wheatstraw soundtrack. Well, why not? Maybe I need to watch the movie <laughs> first. Well, the theme song is a banger. <laughs> oh, Foxy Brown's theme song awesome. is also really good. Dude, and Shaft too. I've never seen Shaft, actually. Well, so Shaft... So, I really want to watch But you know it's Isaac Hayes, right? Yeah, yeah. They got Isaac Hayes, and he's got that soul tree yeah, voice. Yeah. Which is honestly kind of cool. Yeah. I also want to see Shaft. Yeah. But not the remake, the... Uh... No, no. I don't give a fuck about Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Shaft. What about what about later when it's Shaft and his son? Is that true? Is that the new Shaft? It was like Shaft in the second generation or something like oh, that. Really? <laughs> some some stupid shit like that. <laughs> it came out like two or three years ago. Oh. Yeah, it was like Shaft, the second one. <laughs> and it's Shafted. And his son's like progressive, while Shaft is oh, still okay. like quasi racist. Yeah, yeah. Because like I, in the trailer, by the way, this is a great thing to leave in your trailer. Mm-hmm. In the trailer of the movie. Uh, Sh- uh, Shaft, as played by Samuel L. Jackson, goes, This is my list. He goes, This is my folder of Mexican people I do not trust. <laughs> and his fucking son's like, That's a bit racist, Dad. And then he, I, I think that's like the whole joke. They just play it off, yeah. I, they, he said someone's like, Do you. I don't remember. They said some bad shit. But I'm yeah. like, Man, this is a weird way to advertise a movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I want to see Samuel Jackson be racist. I want to see him just be like a smidgen racist. <laughs> I think it would be so cool. Um, anyway, yeah. I feel like we've run out of steam. Would you say like, so, Daniel? I think so. I think it's a nice, this is a nice place to wrap up this. This is um, episode you know, one. Yeah, great. Uh, I think I think we did well for this episode. Frankly, I think so too. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be as good for episode two of Dog Two Point Yes. With possible guests. We don't know yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a special guest This format time. is still developing. Yes, we'll have a nice special guest. I, and maybe a musical guest. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Cool. We could try it. We could see. We could see whom yeah. we can find. All right. This has been Dog. the first episode of Dog, Dog 2.0. 2.0. Thank you for listening. I'm Daniel. I'm Mason. Have a great day.